We're thrilled to announce that we now have seven powerful devotionals available on YouVersion's Bible app. For those not in the know, YouVersion is the top Bible app in the world, and we're honored to be on this incredible platform. Our devotionals dive deep into the pillars that define the lion within us, health, wealth, and self. So whether you're seeking spiritual growth, financial wisdom, or personal development, these devotionals are tailor-made for you. So ready to embark on this transformative journey and unleash the lion within you? Head over to thelionwithin.us slash uversion to access our devotions on the uversion app. Join thousands of like-minded individuals and dive into the word with us. That's thelionwithin.us slash uversion. That's Y-O-U-V-E-R-S-I-O-N. And let's grow together and become the leaders God intends us to be. Welcome to The Lion Within Us, a podcast serving Christian men who are hungry to be the leaders God intends you to be. I'm your host, Chris Granger. Let's jump in. All right, guys, it's your meet episode of the week. I'm excited to have you here. Before we get into our conversation, I want to share our scripture of the week, okay? So we're in the book of Matthew this week, Matthew chapter 4, verse 1, okay? So just one verse. Then Jesus was led up by the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. And guys, I really wanted to unpack that that verse for you this week. So go back and check out that spiritual kickoff. Spent a lot of time unpacking that, trying to give you ideas on what it looks like to maybe you're going through a trial right now. If you're going through that that season of life that's difficult, some encouragement to how you can take a little verse like this and apply it to your life. Okay. So guys, I'm so excited to have this conversation today. I think you're going to really enjoy this one. This is by a gentleman named uh, Brett Snodgrass. Love love meeting Brett. Uh, the things he's got going on. He lives out in the Indiana uh, part of the country, fellas. Uh, CEO of a real estate company, and he's founded this this organization called Iron Deep. Really, just enjoyed getting to know him, his heart for ministry, for serving others, to just actually not worry about going so to the many, but going deep with a few. So I'm thinking you guys are gonna enjoy this. He wrote a book called The Secret War Within. Uh, it's not the typical book that, that we that I typically get come across, you know, my desk that you know, from authors and things like that. This is fiction. And it was really cool, just to be honest, to to dig into a fiction book. Don't read a lot of fiction for sure. I mean, just because of the nature of the work that I'm in, I guess. But this was this one was refreshing. I sat down, I think I read it in about two sittings, maybe three sittings where I just was just cranking through it. Not that I'm a super fast reader, but it just it captures you and it just it draws you into the book. And I think any good story is going to do that. So uh, Brett's going to share a lot about the book. Obviously, he's going to share a lot about Iron Deep. But just listen to all the different ways that he's trying to serve others. He's trying to be obedient. As a CEO, he's definitely a busy guy. But he's trying to take intentional steps to making sure he's doing what God's called him to do. And I just, for me, it was a fun conversation. So hopefully you enjoy this one with Brett Snodgrass. All right, well, Brett, welcome to The Lion Within Us. How are you doing today, my friend? I'm doing fantastic. Thanks so much for having me on the show today, Chris. It is a pleasure, man. Absolutely. Excited now, where, where where is home for you? So I live in Fort Wayne, Indiana, Midwest, born and raised as a Hoosier. Uh, my dad was a high school basketball coach, so we always traveled around in small towns, but I ended up Fort Wayne, Indiana, Northern Indiana, man. I hear you. I hear you. So Indiana basketball guy, man. Well, tell, before we get into the meeting today, let's let's just share something fun. So what's something that uh, not many people know about you, a fun fact or mm. something that, uh, you know, 
it's not public knowledge for everybody. Yeah, no, public knowledge. <laughs> Fun fact. Uh, well, maybe as as I mentioned, my dad was a high school basketball coach. So there's the movie uh, Hoosiers. That was pretty much, yeah. much my life growing up. Um, I was a basketball player. Dad was a coach. And uh, and I love basketball. You know, played college basketball, small town, Indiana, at a school called Huntington University and uh, got entered into the Hall of Fame a few years ago. So that was that was kind of fun. Uh, a fun fact uh, into into the College Hall of Fame, so maybe I'll just go with that. Oh. So, <laughs> oh wow! So man, you really are Hooper then. Okay, <laughs> all right. So, what positions do you, did you play? I was a shooting guard, so I like to shoot the ball. So you know, they call me the black hole. If uh, if they pass it, they never got it back. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but I was I did like to shoot the three. Uh, <laughs> that was my thing. <laughs> I love it, man. I love it. We had a guy we played with. We called him the black hole. I never anybody <laughs> heard anybody openly admit that they yeah. were a black hole. That's kind of funny. <laughs> that, is, that is hilarious. <laughs> well, man, thanks for sharing that for sure. And and I, I'm so excited, you know, guys out there listening. So, you know, Brett, he's got, if, if you got, if you're not on our YouTube channel, go check it out because his studio, I thought our studio was cool. Yours until I good. got on his. He's got the lion. He's got the lamb. He's got some <laughs> cool stuff behind it. Man, hats off to your your whole setup there. It is phenomenal. And it kind of led down to the way I got this book, you know, The Secret War Within, guys. I mean, I was this is going to be our book of the week this week. Mm, but, you know, I get a lot of books, you know, day in, day out uh, on the line within us. You guys are, are sending us books, but I had never gotten a package like this. Mm. And, and, you know, Brett, just talk about them, you know, maybe, you know, how. The idea of how you why why do you go to the links that you go through to to make sure people have that experience when they get your book because it it absolutely blew me away, mm. man. Yeah, yeah. Nah, um, honestly, I think uh, you know one of the things that we just try to everything is just personal for us. We want, especially at our events, uh, whether we send out a package, a book, a thank you note, uh, we want make sure that someone really knows how grateful that we are uh for me to just be on your show i mean extremely grateful um and iron deep really is is you know iron sharp as iron but just to have that deep personal connection with god and each other so like i'm always trying to figure out just you know how can we do something more personal everyone's going wide everyone wants a bunch of followers everyone wants a bunch of likes a bunch of comments everyone is going you know the numbers have the huge events Hundred people, thousand people, five thousand people or more, and uh, and we're just like, man, how can we be? How can we go deep? <laughs> how can we go mm. deeper? How can we go more personal? How can every single person that we have an event for or a podcast with feel special? Feel like they're not just a number that we really do care. Um, so that's what we do, man. So whether it's packaging, event, uh, we just try to be have that personal touch that deeper touch with every single person. So I appreciate you saying that. I love it, man. I love the whole idea. I mean, let's just unpack that for a minute of deep versus wide. Mm. I mean, because the whole world, the way that the smartphones work, the way that all the algorithms work now, it's all about number of followers and likes and connections to, if you want to get any message out there, I mean, you know how it is. You're, you're in a podcaster too. You're always looking at your downloads and, right. and how that's going, your demographics, but, I love the idea that we somehow, uh, you know, the idea of being deep and trying to truly care about others is something that's just, it's almost like it's a lost art and something very near dear to my heart, which is why we started our community, why we try to do our summit leadership, because we really try to drop that plow and to really pour into others and get to, and learn it, man. What, 
do you think the whole smartphone and the way the world <laughs> shifted to, since the, 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 you know, the last decade, has that taken us to more shallow type relationship versus these deep ones? Oh, for sure. I mean, it's, uh, you know, we're all distracted. Uh, I mean, mm-hmm. even just have a deep conversation. I mean, really when, if you think about it, when, many people, when was the last time you had that fully present, both of you deep conversation with anybody, um, and, mm-hmm. and without checking things or being distracted or hearing the dings go off. Um, so I think, yeah. And, and most people, again, are trying to build the numbers, more shallow relationships. People don't really get to know anyone else. And when I look at, you know, in the Bible, when I look at just how do you build good, strong relationships, it takes a lot of time. And, uh, it just takes, you know, if you're going to build a relationship with God, you, you know, you said this on my podcast is you got to spend time with him. If you're going to spend a deeper relationship with your wife, you have to develop that, that time or your kids, or again, you know, with iron deep or with the lion within, um, you know, other brothers, uh, it takes time uh-huh. to build depth in our relationships and our time is already limited. So you can't do it with very many people. You, you know, if you think about it, like, oh, I heard one guy say, I have 50 super close, deep, intimate friends. And I don't know if that's actually true because, you know, you can't have a bunch of deep friends. You can only have just a handful, just a few. If you look at Christ and the disciples, he didn't go after the masses, right? He did some, uh, you know, some talks and some messages with, with large crowds, but most of the time he spent time with a certain group of people with 12 people. Um, he did life with them and he built those deep connections and then they went out and did the same thing. So really I think it's, uh, iron deep is, it just kind of irks me with, you know, going wider, more followers and like, you know, really to build more impact mentorship, student, um, you know, you have to spend a lot of time and you can't do that with a lot of people. You have to do it with just a few. So no, that's a good point, man. I mean, too, too often we just, that time component is so big that we don't think about the, the, the truly impactful relationships. They do take that time. And you, you got me when you got thinking about the deep relationships, the deep conversations rather. We don't even know how to do that anymore. <laughs> right. I mean, we feel like we're being respectful to people when we tilt our phone upside down on the table mm-hmm. now. Like that's that's right. how our idea of showing them. <laughs> I'm gonna probably you know next time I see somebody do that, we're like, hey, turn the phone upside down. It's so funny. I don't even. <laughs> we do do that. I do yeah. that. <laughs> I, I mean, that's well. I, I'm fully attentive now because I've placed my phone upside right. down. I'm like, no, bro. Like, let's just <laughs> let's just leave it in the leave car. It in the leave trunk. it at home. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's so funny. Like at our events, um, one of the the most impactful times or sessions is you know the guys, you know, getting getting with a few other guys and have just that deep yeah. connection, that deep talks with each other, and it'll last, you know, really supposed to last a couple of hours. But I see these guys will sit there for three, four, five hours. They're craving this this time, this connection with other guys, um, and we structure it because again, I think we've all forgotten forgotten how to do it we don't know how to do it so we have to have that structured time so i mean what does that look like i mean you probably got some guys thinking now like okay what am i gonna sit and talk to a couple dudes about for four or five hours like what are they talking about give us some insight yeah yeah well obviously at our events you know it's very very structured we have uh you know 
talking about and we give them different different topics um but obviously you know one of the things the book talks about the secret war within is men you know number one they don't really share what's going on uh really in their life they're not really honest with themselves they're not honest uh with each other so you know one of our core values is to be radically honest like really what's going on take off the mask you know that's just come as you are mm -hmm. There's no, you don't have to hide anything. We're going to love you no matter what. Uh, don't, you know, we want just want to help you and encourage you. And you can't do that unless you're radically honest. So, you know, what is really going on? Uh, what's taking up your emotional energy right now? What are you constantly thinking about? Um, so just some of those things we kind of kick it off with, and it goes a lot of different directions. Um, but just that time uh, that, that men can, you know, have that 20, 30 minutes just focused on them and just sharing wherever they want to go. But number one, be radically honest and, uh, and just trust the group. And then, uh, and then obviously guys are fully present and they ask them clarifying questions and then, uh, and then it just can go any, anywhere they want to go. We also do kind of a listening prayer in that time. We're like, you know, many times again, we're always talking, we're always waiting for the next turn to talk. We never really listen. God gave us two ears and one mouth. And I think we forgot the art of actually listening to someone and, and sitting there and listening to God, like, what does he have to say? So many times when we pray, we're like, I have to talk. I have to, I have to say the next thing and keep talking and talking and talking to God. But sometimes, man, we just got to be quiet and listen. Like, is God telling me anything about you, Chris, or about these other guys or about myself? Um, so we do some things like that mm -hmm. again, just to, you know, that quietness, be still, know that he is God. What does he have to say? Um, when's the last time you guys did that? I don't know. <laughs> so we do some cool stuff like that. I love it, man. I love them radically honest. I'm going to start. I'm going to throw that out from time <laughs> to time. Cause I, I tell guys all the time, I say, look, leave fake you at home. Cause that dude's doing, he's, he's fine. Yeah. Like bring real you, <laughs> you know, let's, let, let, let's kind of get out of it and actually start. Cause that's, that takes, you know, some vulnerability mm -hmm. and that's not something that guys like to talk about. And no one likes to be vulnerable or show any weak points in our armor. Right. So, I mean, hats off to you guys for doing that and for, for leading that. And we're going to dig into to iron deep and talk about, but man, Let's get into the book, though. I get a lot of books, and, and and usually they're nonfiction or they're self help or there's a story, right? There's a story that goes along with it. This this is actually this, the story of in itself. It just caught me. I, I think I was telling you before we we started recording. Like I usually read when I'm on the exercise bike, and I found myself doing twenty plus miles at a time because <laughs> I didn't want to get off the bike because this was so good. I mean, it was just like, well, I got to, I got to see what's happening. What's bones going to yeah, do next? Right. I mean, like, come on now. So, yeah. So yeah, just share us maybe some insight to what led you to write mm -hmm. the book. And then obviously we'll unpack it a little bit for yeah, our listeners. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Number one, I mean, I've always had a desire to write a book. I'm not a great writer or, or you know, wasn't a writer in school or anything like that, but always, I think we all had maybe a desire to, to write a book. So, you know, typically you go through the process, you know, what are you going to write about? Um, I'm a CEO of a real right. estate company. So most guys in my position, they would write about again, how to build wealth, how to scale your business, maybe a real estate related book, seven steps to fill in the blank. Um, most guys would do that. There's a million books out there exactly like that. Um, and then, you know, I'm a man of faith, you're right. Iron Deep comes in and, you know, you go to the, your local bookstore, you see the Christian bookshelf, again, mostly nonfiction type of books, self-help books, maybe written by a pastor, been written a million times, um, you know, so, and, and I could have done that, 
And I, but I said, you know, these guys are so much better. They would, they're doing so much better than I could have actually have written and really just kind of prayed through it, dreamed about what God wanted me to do and uh, wanted to share little glimpses of my story. Um, and I could have did the nonfiction way and told my story through, through that, uh, you know, with the bullet points and, and could have did all that. Um, but I said, Hey, instead of writing your story, let me just bring you into the story. And. I don't read a lot of fiction books. Most, most guys don't read a lot of fiction books. You probably don't read a lot of fiction books. Uh, but one of the things that I've have been drawn to was when I did read fiction books, books that have, you know, brought me in were some of the allegory style books. Uh, the shack was a book that impacted my life or there's the Narnia books that CS Lewis wrote. I'm a big fan of CS Lewis and he wrote some fictional books. Oh yeah. Uh, so that's kind of the get, that's kind of what, what we did and, uh, wanted to do it in a very unique, um, unique way. And, uh, I, you know, grew up watching a lot of movies, so I wanted it to, to kind of play as a movie. Uh, so that's kind of where this whole allegory, obviously it has some glimpses of my life, but with fiction, it's kind of cool. You don't have to do everything in your life. Nolan does some things that I wouldn't have done. Um, it's funny that, uh, my dad was one of the first ones that read the book, came out with the book. And he was, again, my basketball coach was obviously relates a little bit to the story. And he calls me up and says, I never called you pathetic. I was like, dad, you know, it is a fictional tale. Not everything is absolutely true in, in the book as far as my own life. But, uh, and I wanted it to, to really come at it with, uh, you know, one of the things that I think men have lost is just that boyish wonder. Uh, I did a book launch about a week or so ago, and I talked about men somewhere along their journey, along the way, maybe it's the responsibilities or the stress or the anxiety or everything stacking up and they've lost that ability to have that boyish wonder to be a childlike, uh, presence. Um, and one of the things with iron deep is I want to try to have men come back to that? How can we have their hearts light up again with that that boyish wonder? How can they view God, the father, as a, as a boy, um, you know, maybe as their nine-year-old or 10-year-old self? Mm-hmm. How can they get back to that? So I want to kind of paint the picture a little bit um, with that. So if you see the book, there's a lot of vivid imagination just to bring in about that wonder of maybe how I see the father, how I see Christ or the Holy Spirit. So, so that's where we landed. Um, Glad you enjoyed it. <laughs> oh, I, I I absolutely loved it. I absolutely loved it. I thought it was one of the, the best reads I've had in a long time. Um, guys, we're going to be right back and we'll continue our conversation with Brett. What if you could connect with other Christian men, grow in your faith, have resources to help you be the leader God intends you to be, have live events where you can ask questions and get in the moment answers and be connected to guys 24 seven when you need them the most. Does it sound too good to be true? Well, it's not. That is what we've built within the lion within us community. I'm telling you guys, this is an unbelievable opportunity. Jump in, check us out. We have weekly events that are happening all the time. We have lion lunches. We have our Bible study. We have boot camps that are happening. We have, uh, ask me anything events every month where you get a chance to ask questions directly from guests from the show. Guys, it's access that you cannot get anywhere else. This community is growing. It's getting bigger and bigger and it's being, it's growing closer together as it grows as well. It's amazing to see how these guys lean in, support, serve, love, encourage, 
challenge each other on a daily basis. So guys, if you want a chance just to check it out, hop over to thelionwithin.us, get a 30-day free trial, just see what it's like. And you may find what you've been looking for, that encouragement, that support, that brotherhood is right here at the click of your finger. I'll see you inside the den. No, Brett, I thought this was a phenomenal book, man. I really enjoyed, you know, just the, the way it, it really it brought me into it. Now that I know that your background, that you're in real estate and that you play basketball, I'm starting <laughs> to connect go. a lot right. of the dots now. Uh, so it's starting to come together for me a little bit. But uh, but yeah, maybe share some, you know, the the whole writing process. You came up with, you know, a couple. You had yeah, you had Ma, you had Papa, you had. Joshua, you had Bones, like what coming up with these names and Bones obviously represented yeah. <laughs> the evil one and Satan. You know, how'd you go about doing all that, man? It's just that to me, that's as a mm. creative person. I just I love to hear how the creative nature works out and others make yeah, stuff yeah. like this. Well, number one, uh I um I've never written a book before. It's my very first rodeo with this. So um I uh brought in a mentor, someone who helps guys write books. Uh so that was one of the first things, just kind of okay. talking to them through through different things. Obviously, a lot of this was was my own ideas. Here's the direction I want to kind of go with it. Um, but then you know, we helped develop these characters. That was one of the the funnest part. We thought about maybe there was a Hollywood actor that we actually put in place of one of these characters if it was a particular movie. Um, so that kind of helped me, you know, envision the, these particular characters. And again, with fiction, you can kind of go um, whichever way uh, you want to go. So yeah, we developed um, Papa, Ma, the Holy Spirit, Joshua's Christ, Bones, who is Satan, um, and obviously they an allegory and an allegory character form represent, you know, these characters, these biblical characters, right? So it was really, really kind of cool mm -hmm. instead of, again, like Papa, for example, was God. And instead of right. writing about scripture and about, um, again, non-fictional, here's what scripture says, here's how do you apply it, things like that. It was cool that Nolan, which as many men can relate to, was walking with Papa and Papa was speaking into his life and a lot of it oh, was yeah. based on scripture. And that was just kind of a fun, a fun way that I could kind of, you know, go different directions with it. Um, it was just, it was so much fun. I love getting in that creative space. Uh, one thing that I don't think that we do is that we don't get quiet enough to actually get there. Um, we are very transactional, whether it's again, our relationships or our business or whatever that is, we're just extremely transactional. And we're not relational enough. And and I feel like, you know, some of my most intimate times was just during this creative writing process, spending time praying with God. What does he want me to lay out on this paper? No idea what to write. <laughs> there are many mornings were like, I have no idea what I'm doing. No idea what to write. And sometimes he would just give me stuff and I just flow it. And I'd look back like, oh my gosh, like I even read this book, you know, when it came out, I'm like, I have no idea how I even did this. This is, you know, spirit led, no idea how this even came about. Um, but it was some of the most intimate moments was with him when I, when I was kind of creating this. So it's cool. Man, I absolutely love that. Now, I'm curious because you are a CEO and you have a, a, a full-time job, you know, you have a lot of things going on. How did you find time? How did you, cause you, you mentioned getting quiet, letting mm -hmm. that creative, you know, peace take over and giving it to him. A lot of guys listening right now, like, like Brett, I don't have time to, 
to read my Bible, much <laughs> to sit down and, 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 and think and get creative. Like, how, how did you go about doing that? How did you prioritize mm. that time to where you could actually be intentional and deliver such a phenomenal product at the end? This, this is guys again, love this book. So make sure you check out the show notes, but yeah, give us a little bit of insight to as a CEO and balancing all the things you have married, all the things that you got going on in your life yeah, to be yeah. able to do this. I mean, it definitely takes uh, a lot of time. I forget they say how many hours it actually takes to, to, you know, to lay out a book and it's not just the rough draft writing process. And my coach would tell me, you know, you're just getting kind of sand in the sand pit. We're going to build the castle later. You're just kind of getting it out, uh, the rough draft. And it took about five, mm. six months to really get it all out of me. And the first draft is terrible. Right. It's not good. But then it really starts building the castle later with the publishing, the editing, um, and uh, and just kind of putting it all together. Um, so it's just like anything. It's just a daily thing. It's just like, you know, you get up, you read your Bible, spend that 30 minutes, that 45 minutes, an hour, just spending time with the Lord if, if that's what you're doing. Um, you know, uh, this is the same thing. You know, I wake up, spend some time with God, get into that creative mindset, read through, you know, pray through what does he want me to lay out today? And, uh, and it was just, again, I mean, I probably wrote 30, 45 minutes a day. Uh, it wasn't like I spent hours and hours on end. I mean, there were certain times I spent more time than other, but okay. it's really just like, you know, 30, I think they said, write 500 crappy words a day. And that's just what happened. And sometimes gold comes out of it. Sometimes mm -hmm. it doesn't. Um, but it's really just kind of mm -hmm. getting to that space. And once you practice it, once you build that muscle, that creative muscle, the reason why people can't be still is because they're not building that muscle. They're not doing it. So, of course, mm -hmm. it feels awkward. Of course, if you haven't worked out in a long time and you go run five miles, it's going to feel terrible. It's going to feel like crap. Well, again, getting in that creative space, getting in that quiet time, and then you just crave it. I mean, how many times do you start reading your Bible? And at first, yeah. it's like, man, this is awkward. I don't know what to say when I'm praying to the Lord. This stuff isn't even relating to me. And then you do it a week or two weeks, three weeks in, you're like, man, I just can't wait. Can't wait to get into that space again, to yeah. be with the God. Um, anyways, it's just, it's just the same thing. It's just building that muscle each and every day. It is absolutely. Well, I mean, hats off to you for that. And, and one thing that just jumped out of the book, I mean, lots of good connections to you know, biblical ideas, even the, the prodigal son, I saw that in there and went and towards the end of the book, but, really jumped out the, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the mm -hmm. eyes and the pride of life as, as really what Nolan was, was battling. And we know that's the three tools of the evil one. And maybe, you know, speak to, speak to that. Cause I know so many of our guys out there, you know, they, 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 they struggle in, in one of those three areas, maybe all three. I and mean, we know pride is such a big one for guys. Maybe what do you see as mm -hmm. you've run iron deep or any of those, in, any one of those, those tools of the evil one, particularly that you see guys struggle with more to others and, and it had you yeah. coach them along with yeah, that. Yeah, no, definitely. Yeah. That was really interesting. It, it's funny that the first chapter, obviously, if you read the first chapter, Secret War Within, that's where it really dives into the battles of Nolan. The first, uh, at least the first chapter, first two or three, you start to mm -hmm. really feel. And that's, that's, that's the one thing you got to see what Nolan feels. You got to see what Nolan thinks. Um, which we don't get to see. Uh, I don't get to see that with you, Chris. You don't get to see that right. with me. So you really go into the secrets of his heart, the, the battles of his heart. And again, nonfiction, I can say, hey, I struggle with sexual immorality. I struggle with lust of the eyes. I struggle with pornography. I could do all that. But it's a totally different story when you see actually Nolan really struggling with it. Like you get to see him. Yeah doing the things that, that the secrets of other guys struggle with, you get yep. to see him do it. And you're like, oh my gosh. <laughs> so it's just, it's just that vivid, yep. um, 
that vivid thing. And uh, yeah, I mean, the same thing with you, sexual immorality, something I've struggled with, obviously in my twenties, very open about that. Um, a lot of guys struggle. That's one of the biggest secrets, the addictions that the men never talk about. Um, so that's right. one uh, pride and just power and success. Again, um, I'm CEO, run my own business. And if I had struggles of, of the love of money and greed uh, or, you know, wanting to be successful, and it's funny how even you know, look at success, like it's not like I want to be successful. I want to be more successful than the next guy. It's like it's just whole comparisons trap. Like mm-hmm. if everyone was successful, there wouldn't be anything to compare against. Right. But it's not like you want to achieve. You want to achieve more right. than the next dude. So that's where pride comes in. <laughs> it's like you want to be better than the other person. You want to be more good looking or successful or have more yep. money. Um, and these are the things that, that, that guys struggle with. Um, so again, you see it, you see Nolan struggling with it. You see his inner thoughts, you see the battles and he's frustrated where like, you know, he is very successful. She's so much in his life. And he's so frustrated with how come I have this emptiness in my life? How come I've achieved all these things, my beautiful family, my waterfront home, the money, everything. Why do I feel not fulfilled? Why do I feel so empty? And that's where the adventure begins. That's where the journey begins. And we all come to that place, uh, I think, you know. Um, and yeah, so so he struggles with it. You see him struggle with it. And then, you know, one of the, the themes of the book is how does he let go? How does he totally surrender to his mm-hmm. power, his success, his money, his family even? Like there's all certain things that we hold on to that we want to control. Like, yeah, I'll surrender this, but I'm not going to surrender my business. I'll surrender this, but don't take my kids. Don't take my family away. Like, how do you just just let it all happen? And that's the point that that Nolan gets to in the story um, of just, again, that total surrender. Love it. I mean, because you, I mean, I see it all the time, Brad, man. So many guys white knuckle so many things, you know, you stole the old, uh, uh, picture of, you know, people being baptized and when they're mm. holding the water <laughs> up out the water, you know, like I'll give you right. everything, God, but you're not getting that, you know, you're not getting my money or yeah. I don't want you in my bedroom. You know, you, you can, I can give you everything I got, God, but you, you need to stay out of the bedroom versus mm. that true surrendering. I think for a lot of guys, is, that's, yeah. that's the hard part is, 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 you know, getting to that point of recognizing, you know, mm. I don't need a coach, mm. you know, I, I need a savior. And that's a difference because the world's just going to tell you, no, you just need a little it's, help over here. Or you have this, you know, we don't call it sin no yeah. more. We call it struggles, right? That's what, so everybody, goes, I got this struggle. Mm-hmm. I know, like, bro, you got a sin and you got, the only way you can get rid of that right. is you have to surrender to the savior. And I saw, I saw that and, and the way you, you visualized mm-hmm. it with the money bag mm-hmm. and with the, with the cape, it was just, yeah, it was beautifully done, man. I mean, I think that so many times as guys, we, we mm. struggle with that surrender. No, for sure. And that's, that's the thing that I, that I, uh, you know, lying within iron deep. Uh, and it's, it's against that daily mm-hmm. battle, that daily oxygen that we have to do this together. Cause this stuff always props up. I mean, even our human flesh is just, it's, it's not good. Like the human heart is, is, is wicked. Mm-hmm. Um, and we have this battle. We see Paul battling through that. Why do I always do what I don't want to do? And I want to do this over here, but I always, I always end up doing what I hate and, and he sees this battle between his flesh and the spirit. And we want to live in the spirit and we want uh, to be guided by the Holy Spirit and, and live that daily in our lives. But then this pride, this wickedness of our heart that's rooted in there because of our human flesh 
props up and I see it happen all the time and it can, mm-hmm. it can take us down, um, extremely fast, even this book, right? So I, I'm sitting here, I'm writing this book, spend 18 months, 20 months, really laying this out, bearing my soul, not knowing what anyone is going to say yeah. or do or how anyone's going to respond. I have no idea. I've never done this before. Writing fiction, business guys don't read fiction. You're just laying all this out. And then as soon as you start yep. getting a response of positivity of like, wow, that was really good. My human flesh can definitely mm-hmm. prop right up and be like, yeah, that was me. That was all mm-hmm. me. <laughs> and I forget all the intimate yeah. times I had with God that he laid out the words on this paper. I forget all about that. Just like the Israelites, we were so fast to forget everything that he's, he's brought us to because my human flesh is, is ultimately wicked. So again, we need to be together. We have to sharpen each other. Um, we, you know, because we can fall extremely fast and a weak one's out for us. I'm going to tell you, you know, iron deep. We had our first event a year ago, probably been one of the most challenging years for me. Um, just internally or just things happening or challenges or thoughts that like that entered my mind. Um, you know, things like that. I'm like, man, where is this mm-hmm. coming from? Um, and it's just that yeah. he just wants to make us busy. He wants to discourage us and, uh, it, it's easy to do. So for sure. Amen to that. Amen. Hey, guys, we'll be right back. We'll keep keep our conversation going with Brett here. Are you ready to unlock your true potential? Introducing 30 Days to Unleash the Lion Within, a revolutionary series that will transform you into the leader God intends you to be. In just 30 days, you'll embark on a journey of self-discovery and growth. This free resource offers a series of messages, each packed with proven methods to simplify and apply God's word to your life. Inside this series, you'll find practical strategies to unleash your leadership potential. You need to learn how to harness the power of God's wisdom and apply it to your everyday decisions. Discover how to lead with integrity, inspire others, and make a lasting impact. But this just isn't another series. It's a transformative experience that will help you find your purpose, ignite your passion, and unleash the lion within. So visit thelionwithin.us forward slash unleash to claim your free copy of this series. Don't wait any longer. Visit alliantwithin.us forward slash unleash and become the leader God intends you to be. So Brett, I'm curious, man. I mean, you, you mentioned Iron Deep a few times and I know, you know, so, so many of the things you you sent me here w- with the book, you know, the welcome home, the the whole, the whole concept around identity, brotherhood, worship, and you know, what you're building. Give us some insight. I really just want to you know, explore that a little bit. I know the secret war within is, with, again, guys, you got to get your copy. But I, I want to kind of give you just a, a little bit of time just to explore this with us. Of that's the whole iron deep concept. How'd you come up with it? You know, what's been some of the cool things you've done, and you know, where do you see it going in the future? Yeah, no, they, definitely. Thank you so much uh, for sharing. So, yeah, number one, um. Again, my day job, CEO of a real estate business, been doing that for about 17, 18 years, been surrounded by real estate guys, successful guys, achievers, uh, you know, some guys that have some money, some success and, uh, been surrounded by that. And, uh, again, um, we're talking a lot about success, achievement, making it, you know, living that financial freedom life, having options to do whatever I want to do whenever I want to do it. Just, you know, a lot yep. of self, self-consumed, um, you know, upgraded living, right? Mm-hmm. Um, 
So one of the things that I just wanted to kind of be around is, you know, brothers sharpening each other and then going in deep relationships. So I said, you know, I'm going to build this, this sort of community, iron deep of business guys, business leaders, um, that, that want to be around other, other guys. And, uh, and I just want to have some, some things. Number one, I want to go deep in relationship with God and each other. So how do I do that? So, uh, you know, I could have did virtual types of events, um, you know, things like that. But I said, I, you know, I want to do some, something live and I want to do something intense because I got to get this group really to, to go deep in a f- quick amount of time. Right. So that's where really these three day intensives, we call them the men's awakenings. Uh, so that, that, that was really, we've had two of those. Um, and, uh, really kind of accelerates the process of getting to know each other, um, in a more deeper, intimate way. So we've had three, uh, two of those particular events, the welcome home message. Again, when I started looking around other, what other people are doing, uh, you know, typically church type events or conference type events. Mm-hmm. I've been a part of business mastermind type of groups. Typically you get a block of rooms, you have them in a conference room, hotel, nothing wrong with any of that. Um, you pack it all in. And again, I wanted more of that welcome home, intimate yeah. environment, come into my home, come as you are. Let me serve you. Let me feed you. Let's, instead of sitting around at this restaurant, let's just sit around the table and, and be together. Yeah. Um, so, so that's typically where our events are held. Uh, and when they continue, will be, they're in a home-like environment. We rented out a couple of log cabins on some land. Um, you know, we got fires, uh, we, you know, are together in the wilderness and the wild, uh, which I think resonates to men. So really that's where that welcome home, um, comes in, comes into, into play. Uh, so, and then that, where are we going? Uh, we're going to ha- continue having some of these type of retreat type of events, but yeah, eventually, you know, we want this community. We want men to walk together because right. it's one of these things to have these one-off events, but they need daily, weekly, monthly togetherness. And, uh, and again, it goes back to, to Christ and the disciples. He did life with these guys. He was in the wilderness with these guys. He, uh, you know, so what I see it going is having groups, small groups, doing life together, really getting to know each other on a consistent, deeper, uh, deeper way. So if you want more information about it, our website's obviously irondeep.com. We have some events on there, but, but so we're going to have some of these retreats to get to know each other in an intensive way, but eventually we're building these small group of communities. That's awesome, man. Well, I'm just curious. I mean, since you started this, it sounds like it's been a couple of years since you got it going and no, how how are you managing all that, Brad? Because you you got the CEO, you got you, you're you're an author now. You you got this you got all the things <laughs> going on with with Iron D. But I mean, how in the world do you your calendar must just be unbelievable? How, how do you manage all that and still keep stay rooted in what's important? Mm, yeah, yeah. No, it can definitely get get chaotic. It could get uh, busy, productive. And I, mm. I see that as the exact same question. Mm. And there's been seasons of, of, of ups and downs. We're like, man, it's maybe a little bit too much. Uh, one of the advice that, uh, when I was really starting to launch iron deep was, um, guy says, you know, whatever you do, just make sure you take it. Um, just take it slow, you know, pray through it, mm. make sure, um, your steps are aligned with his purposes and so honestly, it sounds like I have done a lot, uh, but I have done it slowly. Um, has there been times of my flesh wanted to really accelerate, push on the gas? And, uh, you know, there's been certain circumstances in my life that I've been ri- reminded of like, you know what? 
take it slow. Right. We're going to get there. Um, you know, I want to make sure it's aligned with him and envision his vision. Uh, so, you know, the book, for example, yeah, 18, 20 months, not like I wrote that overnight. Um, Iron Deep, we've had a few events, uh, that are extremely purposeful, uh, extremely, um, hospitable. And, you know, we have those intensive events. We have about 30 guys come to each particular event. Uh, so oh, they're wow. not, they're not crazy huge. They're, you know, 30 guys is pretty yeah. much the max that we'll probably have at certain events, but these small groups can be more like 12, 12 guys. Um, so I guess to answer your question, it has been productive. It has been a little bit busier. I've been taking it slow, um, making sure, you know, I'm still spending that time, but there's been seasons of like, man, I need to, I need to hit the brakes. I got to go spend my time <laughs> because yeah. I got to go put my oxygen mask back on with him. Cause how, how can I lead, uh, or facilitate mm. without it? Like, so there's been just that up and down over the past couple of years for sure. It sounds like, man, I mean, have, have, has it impacted any family time or personal time? I and mean, how, how do you manage that too? Cause that's so much, you know, that, that can really throw us off there. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I think you gotta be, you have to be intentional time blocking is what you said, mm -hmm. you know, so it has thrown off a little bit of, of family time, personal time. But again, like, you know, I always think about how can I integrate my family with, with some of this, like, so I right. got four kids too. I got a 16 year old daughter. I got two boys that are eight and 10 and I got a five-year-old daughter and my wife. Uh, so, you know, for example, my wife, we sat down with a couple of marriage coaches and we we're like, you know, one of the things we love serving, we love hospitality. So right. I brought her to an event. Like she's working there too. We're together. Um, and, and she's, she's working some of the background of these, of these events. So she's helping out with a little bit of it. Um, I've brought my daughter, my 16 year old in now a little bit of just, you know, talking to her. So she's starting to get integrated working a little bit too. So I'm always thinking about how to maybe integrate because man, like I want to show my family too. How do we really serve people? How do we make them feel like they're a son? Um, you know, and, and uh, so I'm trying to, and I see my sons, you know, they're eight and 10 now, but how can we do more things? We do a uh, mission trip. So we did a mission trip last year. That's one of the things Iron Deep has done. I partnered up with a mission organization out of Guatemala called Transforming Futures. And we need some family style mission trips. Uh, I see Iron Deep doing some family again, or incorporating dads and, and sons or dads and daughters. So again, yeah. You know, how do we lead, but how do we integrate family with some of this stuff too, and not just continue? One of the things that's been on my heart is, especially business guys, you know, our time's already limited and we keep pulling men away. We keep pulling uh -huh. men away. So it's like, okay, how can we not do that? Yeah, there's a time to go and be quiet, but with the other men, but is there other times that we can also integrate some of the family stuff that so we can be filled up, but we also uh, fill up our families as well. I absolutely love it, man. Love that. Well, I mean, it sounds like you guys are doing that. So you're, you're even doing mission trips with Iron Deep. I mean, that is incredible. So yeah, hats off to you. It sounds like you've got so many irons in the fire, you know, but it's good irons and it's good stuff mm -hmm. that you're, you're really being purposeful, you know, and, and doing God's work there. Yeah. And I think, you know, the, the, I think the things that I've looked back and I'm like, man, the most growth that I had was maybe not even on Sunday mornings and going and sitting in the pew, it was more of being out doing some of these intensive growth, like having this growth spurt season of my life. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and a lot of that came with maybe some of these men's type of retreats, the missions trips. I mean, I've been on several missions trips and obviously there's a, there's a huge growth there, man. It, 
it just, you know, warms and does something to your heart when you're in, in that type of environment that I'm like, man, I want, I want to serve. I want to serve the poor, right? It's very, you know, yeah. very biblical to, to serve orphans and widows and, and to serve yep. the poor. So how can I do that? Um, and again, how can I do it? And it's a very intentional way. So instead of doing, it sounds like I do wear a lot of hats and a lot of different things, but I try to align with just a couple of organizations. Transforming Futures is one, just because I know the director, I've gotten to really know him, one of my best friends. He's came to one of our events. And and how can I just keep pouring into these specific groups instead of a bunch of different things? I'm like, how can I um, pour into specific mission types of groups? And again, I want to do something with families. So that's a way yeah. like, getting families involved and, you know, go on a mission trip with your family is probably one of the most impactful experiences, not only seeing me doing and doing work or hanging out with, you know, pouring in, into orphans is what this organization does, but to see my 12 year old hanging out with another 12 year old who, you know, she didn't yeah. raise her hand to be an orphan and be thrown in the, in the garbage uh, by her parents, but that's her life. You know, how can we teach them to, to do that as well? So. Man, love it. Absolutely love it. We have a resource that allows you to test how strong of a Christian leader you are. We designed a short quiz so you can see for yourself how prepared you are for the battle. Don't worry, it's multiple choice and it's a lot of fun. So to access this free resource, visit thelionwithin.us slash quiz. That's thelionwithin.us slash quiz and see if you are ready to unleash the lion within. As we get here to the end, Brett, let's we like to do something on the line with that. It's called feeding time. It's a quick lightning round of questions, but if you're willing to play, man, we'll jump right in and have a all little right. bit of fun. All right, I'm here. not prepared, but we'll rock it out. <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. That's, that's that's the fun part of it. So, maybe just share what's your. I think I probably know what this one is, but what's your favorite mm. hobby? Yeah, you're probably thinking like basketball, honestly. And uh, yeah. and I played obviously college basketball. I uh, hurt myself. Um, ruptured my Achilles about four years ago. So I kind of hung up the laces, uh, on, on some of that, but, uh, hobby wise, I'm going to tell you, man, I mean, I think, uh, it's probably not even, uh, I do like boating. I like being on a lake, being on big bodies of water. I'd say probably right. that as far as a fun family type of hobby. Again, I always think I try to f hobbies that I can incorporate, integrate my family, bring them along. I'd say boating. Right. Um, but, you know, just talk with my wife. One of my, it's just hospitality. I think one of the talents that I think the Lord has just given us is just how can we bring people in, serve them. Uh, so we're always trying to figure out ways just to have people for dinner. Uh, if someone needs to come stay at our house for a few days, how do we do that? So that, I think, you know, hospitality would be, a, you know, one of the biblical hobbies, but then I, I do enjoy boating as well. <laughs> I love it. I love it. What about your what about favorite food, man? What's 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 your man. favorite out there? Um, man, my mom she used to make um, and she still does this actually. Uh, she's before basketball games on Fridays. Every Friday she'd make the same thing, so it kind of has you know a nostalgia in it. But uh, she makes shake and bake chicken, <laughs> which is probably not, shake and bake chicken. But the probably the best was she would make these like homemade noodles. Uh, so my grandma, she made them. My mom took this recipe. So homemade like chicken noodles. And then she put them on mashed potatoes. My wife makes fun of it all the time because like you put noodles, which is a carb on top of mashed potatoes, which is another carb. But, you know, that's just what we do at the Snodgrass house. Yeah. So I'd say that's probably my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> I love it, man. I love it. Sounds great. <laughs> it 
That was great. What about uh, maybe your favorite TV show of all time? Favorite TV show. Man, if I were to look back, uh, I enjoy probably watching Seinfeld. I mean, some, something like that. I'd say, you know, if I watch back sure. some of the uh, some of the episodes, if I want to laugh, I, I watch an old Seinfeld episode. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Now, kind of a more spiritual question here. So when we think about God, you know, there's there's so many good, good things we think about when we think about him. What's your favorite thing mm. about it? Man, that's a good that's a good question. My favorite thing uh, that I want people to really see and know is that, man, just when I have that intimacy with the father, um, there's so much of this, you know, mm. there's so many correlations with the father and son relationship. And you see even in the world, like our earthly fathers, like, man, there's just something about this relationship with the son or a daughter and and their father. And even if you read the book, The Secret War Within, I dedicated the book to my dad. Um, and my dad's still living, and he mm-hmm. said that that got him right away. But I could dedicate to anybody. But I think there's just something about the father and that relationship. So when I view God as the father and that intimacy, and there's nothing I can do to have him love me any less or any more, like he has this unconditional love. He calls me a son. He calls me home. That's why the prodigal son story, Luke 15, is so powerful is because yep. the father runs and he doesn't run. He's not used to running, never runs because of who he is, but he runs after his son, wraps him up, gives him a robe, gives him the sandals, gives him the ring. And all of those represent that you're a son, right? You know, servants don't wear right. shoes. So here's the sandals. You're a son. Here's the the ring, the heirloom showing that you're a son. I'm going to put this robe on you showing that you're a son. So just that intimacy the father is chasing after us. He's wrapping us. Um, and if we just receive it, man, it's just, it's just powerful. Yeah. It is. Now, usually the next question I ask about the, the evil one, but I'm going to, instead I'm going to ask about <laughs> bones. So what's your least favorite, what's your least favorite thing oh, about man. bones? Man. I think the thing that, man, it's just, uh, he just loves, he loves busyness and distraction. Um, he doesn't have to get mm-hmm. us to not believe because um, he believes, right? Mm-hmm. It's like, you know, believing like you know, Satan believes. He, he knows the story. He knows the gospel, right? He even believes that demons believe, like, right? But he wants us to not walk the, the narrow road. He wants us to walk the wide path of destruction. You'll see a lot of... Uh, kind of the allegory with that in the, in that particular book. So he wants to keep us distracted and it's just very subtle. Mm-hmm. I think, man, he just, he's just very subtle with getting into our minds and into our lives. He just needs a little doubt in us. Um, just a little bit of doubt just yeah. to have us start thinking, is this really true? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's going to grow and that's going to yep. grow. Um, and he's very subtle with that. Yep. And I think that's what I hate that he just puts those little doubts, those little distractions. If he can just keep us busy, um, he's going to win. He, he, well, he's not going to win, but he's going to get a foothold in our lives and, uh, it's going to be just destruction. Yep. So, and I think, uh, 
he also entices us with pleasure. If you read the book, um, you know, one of the things, one of the guys asked me, what was your favorite chapter to write? And I was like thinking around it. And, and he said his favorite chapter to read, I think it was around chapter nine or 10. And Nolan's on this journey. He's going through, we call it the Valley of Shadows. Really, it's this, this hell, right? Basically, it's just this hell, but everything mm-hmm. transforms into paradise. Everything transforms into, you know, right. partying. Um, people looks like they're having the best times of their lives. Um, and they're trying to entice him to get off the trail, to get off the road, uh, to go enjoy the pleasures of life. Cause everything looks like it's, it's just having so much fun. But as soon yep. as he decides not to go that direction, it turns back into this just hellish, right? Flesh smelling, just crazy, um, mm-hmm. you know, torture place. So as soon as you're not distracted and you see the truth, you can see, you can see through that. But right. if you just get distracted, you're like, man, that looks fun. Um, he just gets off yeah. track, man. It just takes 1% degree and you just end up completely lost. <laughs> so. It's so yeah. true. So true. Well, let's keep going here. So as you, as you think through, I always like to give the guys out there habits and tips that they can start incorporating into their life. So do you have any habits or anything that you started recently or something that you want to start that you feel like would help you, that's helped you grow as a leader or a man, or it could mm-hmm. be something as simple, you know, as mm-hmm. you're leaving your phone down before you start, before you, you know, work out before you pick your phone up or something like that. Just, just curious if you had any habits, anything you've tried recently that uh, you, you thought would bring some yeah, value to yeah, someone definitely. out there. Um, yeah, there's a lot of different things that I've, that I've tried late, lately, um, you know, call it maybe like a digital sunset. So you put your phone certain place before bed, you know, half hour, you know, hour before bed. That's, that's a couple of things. But I think here's probably the biggest thing is, um, again, it's a daily oxygen, daily thing, daily battle. And I don't feel like doing stuff a lot. Uh, I don't feel like moving. I don't feel like working out. I don't feel like eating healthy. I don't feel like reading the Bible. I'm tired. Um, and I just do a lot of decisions based on my feelings. Uh, that's where I've been. And I just been trying to like teach myself is like, man, I just need to, a lot of it's about identity. Like who am I? And, and, and instead of, you know, do making your decision based on feelings, how can I just take action? Because I know who I am. Um, the feelings will just come later. So again, I'm just trying to like just disciple or discipline myself is, you know, I know I don't feel like it, but who am I? And, and I need, and I need to do these mm. certain things. I need to spend time with him. I need to sit down and read. And even though I don't feel like it, and then you do that for 20, 30, 40 minutes afterwards, you're like, Oh my gosh, that was freaking amazing. And I don't feel like working out today, man. And I'm tired and I'll do it. 30, 40 minutes later, I'm like, man, I'm so glad I did that. Have you ever worked out and be like, man, I wish I wouldn't have done that. (laughs) I I so wish I wouldn't have done that. You always wish, you always are so thankful that you did. So take action instead of just doing what you feel. Right. I think, man, our hearts can be deceived um, by our feelings. So. Yeah. Amen, man. Well, last question of our lightning round here, Brett. So what is one thing you hope the listeners remember the most about our conversation today or, or about the book. What's the one thing you hope they remember? Yeah. Um, I think that they're just not alone. I think many men 
again, we get isolated. We get hold secrets within us. We feel like that we're the only one going through it, even though we don't do it, but we got the enemy just talking to us all the time. Like, Oh, no one else is going through this. You don't have anyone to talk to. No one knows what you're going through. Um, especially again, this is really maybe pointed towards like driven type of men, men that have a lot, like on the outside, man, they're like, dude, what are you complaining about? You have everything that anyone could want. And, uh, and so for them to know, like, you know, I'm not alone. Um, yeah. Because a lot of times they do feel like alone because they always have to have the game face on. They always have to have it all together. They're always leading all the time. And, uh, I think that's just the thing that they're not alone, that we all have certain things that, that we, that we have in our lives that are like, man, I got to really be intentional there. Like there's certain things that I'm like, I'm going to do these things because I love doing them, but there's certain things that are just really hard for me that I'm not wired maybe that certain way that I got, I really have to focus in on that. I have to uh, be intentional. Maybe it's quiet time. Like, man, I have to, I have to be extremely intentional about quiet time because I can be crazy responsive and I could just, yeah, just live my life, just yeah. responding to everything and, uh, and be in misery. So I don't know. I just think yeah. that, you know, I think the thing is just, you're not alone out there. I love it. That's a great message. So man, Brett, where, where do you want the guys to go connect with you, connect with our need, get the book where, where should, where do you want to send them? No, thank you so much for having me on the podcast today, Chris. Really appreciate it. So irondeep.com is our website. Uh, we're putting up some media on there. We also have a YouTube channel. So check out Iron Deep um, podcast, Iron Deep. Uh, it's all on the website too. So you can get podcast, right. the book, um, you know, the books right there. It'll take you to Amazon link. Uh, that's the best place to get the book. It's also on other websites too. The audio book, not sure when it's exactly come out. The audio book is coming out um, as well here soon. Uh, it's, it's very interesting. And, uh, I did not read it. Um, but we had a professional narrator and I, uh, hired him. He, he did awesome. So, uh, with some of the characters, that's, it's a lot of fun. So best place, irondeep.com. All right. We'll make sure that's in the show notes for you guys out there. So Brett, anything else you'd like to share with our listeners today? Nah, man, I just thank you so much. I think we're all in this together. Uh, we're all having an assignment on a mission. Um, don't compare yourself to like myself, Chris, anybody else that like God made you in a certain wonderful way, knows every single hair on your head. And I just encourage you, let's do this together. We don't have to, me do this, Chris do this, you do that. Let's all join together with the singular purpose for his mission. So that's my feedback. Amen, brother. Well, it's been an honor to have you here. Thank you so much, Brett. Thanks, Chris. Appreciate it. All right, guys. So hopefully you enjoyed that one. That was a lot of fun with Brett. Be sure to go check out the show notes. We'll have links there for you to connect right there with him directly. The question I want you to think about this week, though, is what internal battle do you need to surrender? Not, not me, you. What's an internal battle that you need to surrender? Okay. Because I know, guys, we all have these stresses. We all have things in life that are hitting us day in and day out. And at the end of the day, you got to figure out what you need to just hand God. Just give it to him. Say, I, I can't do this. Right. And then think that you're hiding it, guys. You're not. You're not going to be able to suppress that for so long. It's going to come out. So if you have an internal battle that you need to surrender, now's the time to take action. Okay. All right, guys. Well, hopefully you enjoyed this one. Share it with others for sure. That makes all the difference in the world. Please give us a rating and review. Those, those things do matter, guys. Go to Apple. Go to Spotify. Wherever you're consuming, give us that rating. Give us a review. That would make all the difference in the world. 
uh, connect with us over at thelionwithin.us. Remember, it's thelionwithin.us. Have lots of free resources for you guys. If you're interested in joining a community, all the links are right there for you guys. You can jump in right on that and, and, and join the community there, as well as our Summit Leadership Development. This is where we, to, to speak to Brett directly about dropping and going deep, this is where we go deep, guys. This is a, we meet once a month. We're going to show you directly how you can be the leader God intends you to be, not from, from things that Chris says, but from God's word. We're going to dig into God's word together. So, fellas, I'm telling you, this is a, uh, really a, a game changer for us, putting a lot of effort into that. So head over to the lionwithin.us slash leadership if you want to learn more about the summit, okay? All right, guys, we'll come back on Friday. We'll have some fun tips for you. We'll have a, a, a couple of dad jokes, as, as we always do. Looking forward to seeing you then. If you need anything, you just reach out to us anytime. Go over to the lionwithin.us, connect with us there. Always send us an email, whatever works for you. Other than that, you know what's coming, right? Keep unleashing the lion within. Thank <laughs> you.